Dear Cynics and Romantics, my name is Monice and you are listening to the Romantic Cynic Podcast. Encourage to inspire with courage, spirit, or hope. On this episode, I wanted to talk about encouragement in a relationship and why it's important to receive and to give. So I hope you join me on today's episode where we might make some some laughter, maybe some tears, romance, and of course, some cynicism. Welcome to episode 26. There are many different types of human interaction where encouragement is part of the learning process. It can help with growth, personal growth for an individual, or it can help with a relationship in terms of being prosperous, not by monetary means, but by emotion and by self-growth. We have the parent-child dynamic, teacher-student, boyfriend-girlfriend, manager, employee, husband, wife. Every single one of these interactions, encouragement should be part of that relationship, especially for children who may not have maybe not the greatest self-esteem, but you encourage them, you can watch them grow into the best version of themselves. And this is the same in romantic relationships, love relationships. Encouragement should be part of of your relationship. It should be one of the most important aspects and elements in in your relationship with your significant other or your life partner. You know, I always give examples, obviously, in every single one of my episodes. And I can just, I can tell you from a negative perspective, a former relationship where my ex-husband wouldn't, he would discourage my growth or he would encourage it as long as it fell into a very specific realm and I couldn't go outside of that. So for example, I, in my career, um, I started out like towards the bottom and just kind of worked my way up. I worked really hard. I'm a dedicated employee. Uh, I have very good work Uh, ethics, uh, mainly from my dad and my mom. And so I always wanted to push myself to see what my limit was. And I wanted to have as many opportunities I was given and to be able to take them and flourish with them. Unfortunately, I got to a point in my career where I couldn't move up in this particular area unless I kind of jumped outside of... uh, unless I jumped outside of the current, my current employment that I had, but the problem was I would have to be, uh, work in the big city. And my ex-husband just did not like that. I know we had a conversation where I told him, I, you know, we've talked about it. I said, you know, I want to be able to do this particular job, but unfortunately I can't stay in the city I'm in. I would have to, you know, move, I would have not move. I would have to commute to work in a larger metropolitan city. And my ex-husband just didn't like that. He, I believe he used the term, um, my wife will not work in the big city over my dead body. 
my growth was stifled. He didn't encourage my growth at all unless, unless it suited him, unless he found a benefit in himself. Um, I remember the, I remember towards the end of a relationship, he had mentioned that, that he would not benefit from me making a lot more money, um, because I was leaving. And the reason why he made that argument is because at the end of our divorce settlement, he wanted more money, um, when it came to selling our house. And, Foolishly me, I agreed to it because one, I just didn't want to have to deal with the hassle. And two, I I felt guilty. Like ending a relationship, whether it's, you know, a long-term relationship where maybe you didn't take wedding vows or, you know, you did take those vows and now you're divorcing. It's never easy, at least for me. And I felt bad about it. So I ended up giving him or allowing him to take more of, uh, um, more of the money when it came to us selling the house. But my point to all this is it, it didn't, he didn't encourage me to be, to be the best version of myself when it came to career growth. He, he always made the argument that, uh, he would always say to me, you can never, you can never be satisfied in your current situation. And he always put a negative connotation to it because it made me feel like I needed to be at just one level or his level and stay at that level because he didn't want me to become more, have more responsibilities and have more opportunities to meet people in the, in the, in the field I work with, I I'm around a lot of people. Um, it's part of my job. It's a, it's a, it's a sales job. And so I'm around a lot of different people and he always had an issue with it, especially when it came to, you know, working with, working with men. I had a lot of, um, clients that are male just because they typically more men have owned businesses. Um, he never had a problem, of course, when I worked with, you know, women business owners. But but the truth is, it's it's the fact that I was always around a lot of people. I was very I'm very social in my job. It's part of my job. And he did not like that only because I felt as if he was maybe slightly slightly threatened that I might meet someone else. Or the fact, you know, maybe I'd be embarrassed of where he was at. And that was never the key with me. I was always very, very encouraging in his own growth and his development career wise. Um, he, when we first met, we, he had a job that, that paid pretty good money and he, 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 but he always complained about it. He, he didn't like his job. And so I, me being the type of person I am, I encouraged him to like, okay, well, if you don't like doing this, maybe do something else. And so he ended up quitting that job and then taking a job someplace else. And after I think, I want to say like nine months of that job, he decided just to like quit because he didn't like it. Um, circumstances, I understand why he didn't like the job and I understood why he left. But then he went, you know, quite a few, quite a few months without being able to find work. And so, uh, to make a long story short, we ended up relocating. 
Um, but I always encouraged him to, to find career opportunities that he wanted to be able, be able to pursue. And so at one point he, it was kind of like a slap, a, a metaphorical slap in the face because he, he blamed me for, for him leaving the job that he had when we first started, um, we first started dating. But my thing is, is like, I have always been encouraging. My parents have always been encouraging to me while I was growing up. And it was something that, that I thrive off of. Like, I think everyone thrives off positive encouragement. And so, you know, encouragement builds grit with every single person. You know, if you're able to be in a situation, maybe in a, in a, a negative situation, and you have someone, you have a life partner, you have, you know, your significant other who's like, you know what, this is not, I know you're going through some things right now, but I am here for you. I support you no matter what decision you make because it's my role and it's my job um, to be to be encouraging and so not you know me, me being with someone for so long and not having that encouragement encouraging piece is kind of um, can be it was very detrimental to our relationship lucky for me I'm very self-motivated and very self-driven and and I'm also very fortunate that I have family to be very encouraging and I was with I was surrounded by people especially particularly at work that were very encouraging as well but when I didn't have that at home it's it can be it could be it could it can kind of break a relationship and that's not something that you want to have in your relationship Another thing too with, you know, encouragement creates trust in a relationship. So when you tell your significant other that, you know, this is what you want to do or this is what you want to accomplish in life and, you know, you have two, you have two reactions. One, the positive reaction where it's like, yeah, this is a great idea. I will support you no matter what. Or you have the other reaction of, well, that sounds stupid. I don't think you should do that because I think you're going to fail. Now that's a, probably a extreme version, but I'm sure there's, there's listeners or maybe you've experienced that with a, you know, a prior, a prior partner, or maybe in your current relationship where there was just this negative effect, negative verbiage that followed with whatever you wanted to accomplish in life. And unfortunately when that happens, you stop sharing, you stop, the trust is no longer there because if you can't trust your partner to be encouraging in, in moments of uh, maybe self-discovery or like, hey, I I want to learn how to act, for example, and I'm going to go out and I'm going to go to the local theater. I'm going to make, you know, do auditions. And if you have a partner that's encouraging, they're going to support you no matter what, even if they don't necessarily agree with what you do, they're still going to encourage you. And the more that your partner's able to encourage you in a positive way, the more trust is built in that relationship. When the trust is broken, when when the trust is broken because of negative, uh, a negative response, when you're when you're hoping for encouragement for your from your partner, it 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 builds animosity within the person. It builds self doubt in the person, and that is probably the most irresponsible thing that your partner can do is 
saying things that will cause your esteem some detriment, you know, some detriment to your self-esteem. And now you, you are the one questioning yourself. I remember before I, before I was in that really, my, my longest term relationship, um, I was very happy, I guess you can say for the most part with, with where I was, with who I am, who I am, who I was, excuse me, who I was as a person at that time. And, you know, I wanted to accomplish certain things, you know, I'm from, you know, originally from Southern California. And so a a common thing to do in there is kind of get into the acting and film industry. Um, I was an extra for a little while and it's something they want to do. I wanted to be able to, to act and, my now ex-husband, when I told him that I wanted to do all these things, he just kind of, there was judgment there. And making me question something that I always wanted to do, like these were part of my dreams growing up. And for him to come in and say, well, that's, you're never going to make it. Or, you know, it's a, um, it's a tough industry to get to, into. And it's like, these are some of the things I, I I had already known, but to have someone just say, well, you'll probably won't make it anyway. It, it, again, it's so discouraging and, and your self-esteem lowers because of it. And you question yourself and the judgment piece. I think that was the biggest, that was probably the biggest thing for me was whenever I was hoping he would encourage me. I always got judgment. And I know there are some of you out there that have probably experienced that. And it's never, once someone passes judgment on you, especially when it's your significant other, you tend to close up. You tend to not share because you don't want to feel, you don't want them to make you feel bad. You don't want them to, to make you question who you are and what you want to accomplish in life. Another thing with encouragement, it creates a safe environment for your own vulnerability. Being vulnerable in a relationship is can be an absolute beautiful thing, especially when it's with someone that you really love and they love you in return and and they encourage you. Being me being a me being a, being vulnerable in my, in my relationship, my healthy relationship now is something that I personally never thought I would ever get to. I am a hundred percent vulnerable and it's such a beautiful thing because it's like, I have someone that I can go to and tell everything to, and I know he will never judge me for for what I tell him because the level of trust that we have there is is really incredible and it's a beautiful thing and if you're able to build trust and build vulnerability because you are in a safe environment because of the type of encouragement your partner gives you you know that is a good recipe for a healthy relationship. And on top of that, you being able to give all this back to your partner is very 
enlightening for them because guess what? You all of a sudden will start matching each other's energy. I do talk about, you know, matching energy um, in other in other episodes. And I think it's important to to realize that matching your energy, energy for energy, will bring about either negativity or positivity. And so with encouragement, being able to say, yes, you yourself might not necessarily agree with what your partner wants to accomplish, and that's okay. You don't always have to agree with each other. But if you love each other unconditionally, they are going to appreciate you so much more, and they're going to value your honesty. They're going to value everything about you as a person because you gave them a safe space in a, a in a safe environment you were able to be allow them to be vulnerable and you being vulnerable back like all of these things that i continuously talk about in all my episodes is 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 the same thing it's all about loving each other unconditionally. It's all about communicating beautifully together. It's all about encouraging one another because when you encourage each other, you're going to see the level of growth as an individual in yourself and in them. You will also see the growth in your relationship together. And you're going to find out very quickly that you can conquer the world because you created something beautiful together. The power of encouragement will change your relationship. It will change the dynamic of your relationship. Learning to, if you tend to be a little negative or you tend to be a little judgmental, you have to really stop and and think about it from the other person's, person's perspective. If they were to say, what you said to them, how would you react? Sometimes we have to put one another, sometimes we have to each put ourselves in the other person's shoes just to really empathize and really understand you know, how they might feel or how would you feel if you were in that situation. So if you learn to encourage each other in a positive way, your relationship dynamic will change and it will become a beautiful thing. So that is my piece on encouragement. And so I will close with a quote I found. It was, I was trying to look for the the author and it says the author is unknown. So I have no idea who wrote this quote, but I really thought it was a beautiful quote in terms of encouragement. And it is, a good relationship is when two people accept each other's past, support each other's present, and love each other enough to encourage each other's future. So don't rush love. Find a partner who encourage you to, to encourages you to grow, who won't cling to you, who will let you go out into the world and trust that you will come back. This is what love, this is what true love is all about. Thank you for listening. Yours truly, the romantic cynic. Mm-hmm.